Hello and welcome to, uh, uh, broadly speaking, a little bonus episode of Broads You Should Know, which is obviously the podcast about amazing and noteworthy women from history. Uh, I'm Chloe Skye. I'm Sarah Gorski. And I'm Sam Eggers. Today we had a, we had a special request for a topic for Broadly Speaking. Uh, one, of, one of our fans specifically asked how we do our research and how we decide who we're going to cover every week, like if we talk about it beforehand or, or just generally what that process is. So, Sarah, do you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I just I feel- throw it to you. Like, I immediately feel under attack because I feel like all of my old college professors would tell me that I'm not researching correctly. <laughs> but I will, get, I will get over my imposter syndrome and I will. <laughs> um, so uh, there's a few questions that are there. So how, how do we research and then how do we find the broads? Um, I guess I'll start with the, the second one, which is how do you find the broad that you want to talk about? And... Um, I, I, you know, I think we all have our individual ways of, of research. Uh, I, for me, I have been like obsessed with strong, amazing women forever. And I love talking about them. And I love sharing all of our episodes um, as, as they roll out every week. I usually share them on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and a few of my friends who, are, who love awesome women as much as I do will send me leads on them. They'll say, hey, you should check out this woman for your podcast. And hey, you know, hey, have you seen this story about or have you heard of this woman? Uh, and every time somebody sends me something, um, I will screenshot it or bookmark the tab if it's a link to an article. And I have like a little folder on my computer of all of these screenshots and a folder of my my uh, browser bookmarks with just all these articles about badass women <laughs> so usually i will kind of start with my folder like that um on the rare occasion one of them has stuck with me so strong that i just am obsessed with her and i just know i'm gonna do her weeks in advance <laughs> um and then you know i think for me uh lately i've really uh, been trying to focus on on black broads so i've been kind of holding aside broads that that aren't black uh and and been seeking out a little more actively broads that are because i'm really interested um in uncovering a lot of that history because um black women historically speaking have just been so erased out of the history books um and yet they've done so 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 much um and so uh one of the other sources i found of great broads there was this great um actually it's still going on um, it's a, the Black Women's Boot Camp, and every day they encourage you to go for a walk, and they talk about one awesome Black woman in history. And I think lately they branch out to men as well. So I was listening to them for a while, uh, and when I can, you know, as time is sometimes scarce. But they've also provided some awesome, awesome leads on awesome women um, that I've been tracking down from there. So that's how I choose my broads. I also should credit my Aunt Lynn has sent me probably... 10. And I think I've done maybe three or four of the ones she sent because she she sent me Stagecoach Mary um, and, oh, oh man, a whole bunch of them. And yes, a bunch of them are still in my folder that I haven't done yet. I know. I don't even know if she actually listens to the podcast. I think she maybe <laughs> does it. But she sees me post some on Facebook. And so whenever she sees a story about an awesome woman, she passes it along. So I love it. That's nice. Um, I, for one, love when people send me broads. So if there's a listener out there who's like, I'm just too nervous to send a broad, send it. Um, <laughs> I love reading about new women. And uh, yeah, it's, it's the best. So anyway, 
This is a lot of me talking. I suddenly felt really self <laughs> <laughs> uh, Of the research process, man, this is where I'm like really embarrassed because <laughs> I feel like my research project usually starts with their Wikipedia page because most of the broads we talk about have a Wikipedia page. And I feel like there's usually like a good foundational structure of their life in there. But I also realize Wikipedia is not always a great resource. And so what I try to do is I'll, I'll like start outlining their life based on kind of what Wikipedia gives me. And then I will find as many additional articles as I can about the broad and fill in. Because usually the, the Wikipedia entry is kind of like, it's really just kind of like the bones of the story. And so I'll find other articles that really fill out the story much better and have other interesting facts and quotes and things like that. And so I, I think I haven't found a singular resource. There's a couple great blogs that I've I've that has have come up repetitively in my research where like they're they're blogs about awesome women too. So, so similar missions to what we're doing here. Yeah, and it's every broad is different and depending on what country and what time period she lives in, there may or may not be a lot of resources about her. So I think I just search as much as I can through the Googles and I try to put the information together and kind of disseminate like, you know, sometimes multiple resources will say different things or conflicting things. So I usually try to say that in my in my podcast recording session uh, or at least acknowledge that there's discrepancies. But yeah, I don't know. That's not a very technical process. I'm sorry for all my professors who are embarrassed by me. Um, I retained whatever I could from college and uh, and the rest is history. <laughs> So that's me. How about you guys? I want to hear how you guys research. <laughs> yeah, Sam, what do you do? Um, so in terms of finding broads, so I'm not one for the social media so much. So I, uh, same as Sarah, I have some people who will uh, text me broads they come across. And I love that because that's usually, you know, they might have an interest or they might have a, you know, sort of a subset of knowledge where they're like, oh, have you heard of this person? And I would have never found them. But so it's sort of, I feel like my search for the broad, it will usually be me going onto Google and being like, you know, badass woman, history, like killed husband, created <laughs> awesome invention or something. You know, I just start Googling stuff and, and it, there are so many, there are so many sites out there. Like Sarah said, like, it's been really cool to stumble across a lot of blogs and realize that you know, we obviously are not the only people that have this mission of, you know, bringing awesome women from history, bringing their stories to light. And so those have been really helpful. And even some things that are more, you know, established, like before we were talking about, um, you know, the New York Times doing the, they do the obits of overlooked people from the past, and that's been helpful. Or um, even places like, like historychannel.com has, you know, we'll have an article of like, 25 amazing women and you kind of scroll through and I feel like that's generally how I find women and also just trying to make sure that not overly focusing on white western women because that ends up being just so as much like when you when you do encounter these articles it's like well 23 out of 25 are white women from America or western Europe and so mm -hmm. it's and so that can kind of be like, oh, come on, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. And I feel like you have to really uh, sort of focus, the narrow the search more to make sure that you're actually including all of these women from the rest of the world that have done these amazing contributions and have really cool stories. Yeah. And then how I do the research, uh, kind of similar, like I just, you know, I Google the name and then I start 
looking through as many articles as I can and obviously trying to find reputable sources, trying to find, you know, newspaper articles or reputable magazines and reporters who then I can say, well, I'm sure the reporter has sourced all of this information and, you know, <laughs> because... I see, Sam. You're much more reputable than, than my process. <laughs> no, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. I mean, I look at Wikipedia too, but I do find Wikipedia frequently. I'm like, I just, I don't know. I'm like, is someone, was someone bored on a Saturday night and they were like, I'm going to go in here and say she was an alien or something. So, but you're... Yeah. Wikipedia is not always reliable. I think like that's a step one to researching is understanding Wikipedia is user written. (laughs) But it can be really helpful, like you said, for the bones of a story. And sometimes too, Wikipedia does have links to reputable sources that then are really helpful. And so I guess, yeah, that's kind of how I do that. That's how I do my research. And sometimes I think sure you guys have found this too. If you find a broad that there's not a lot on her, you might only have like two sources that you can pull from. Mm-hmm. You know, because there just yeah. isn't a lot yeah. out there about her. And so you're kind of going, well, I'm hoping that this is as accurate as we can can be. But I don't want anybody out there to be like writing their thesis on like based on the information from our podcast. Like, <laughs> out there. hopefully we're like a, we're a good launching point. <laughs> there for, we go. Further investigation. <laughs> yes. Jump off. You were a good jumping off point. And informative. Yeah. Um, what about you, Chloe? So I... Very similar. It's interesting. Maybe we all learned the same methods at our respective universities, but the podcast <laughs> boot camp one hundred and one. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, so I start with so just over the course of because we record like once every three to four weeks on average, and during those three to four weeks, uh, inevitably I, I spend time on social media. I follow a lot of pages that just like to share, like, did you know about this person and this amazing thing they did? Of course you didn't, because America doesn't like to tell you about not white men. <laughs> and, and I I usually just take all of those stories and either screenshot them and save them to a folder called Potential Broads, or I just write their, write their <laughs> name into a note that I keep on my phone called Potential Broads. And so I have a folder of photos and a note in the notes app that are both completely different women. And so I just trade off like which one I go to. And then I look through my list and the list keeps getting longer and longer and longer. So I'm like, I'm, we're never going to cover these because I accumulate like six new names for every one person I deep dive on research. Never say never, Chloe. We're going to do true. it. That's true. <laughs> I might one day the whole week will go by and every name will be someone we already covered. That's the, that's, that's the dream. <laughs> and then, yeah, I start, I'd start by just Googling their name and opening up every website that isn't Wikipedia in a tab and like <laughs> having them all open. And then I open Wikipedia last and start there as to sort of structure the story and, and, I just read it. I don't like start my research. I just read the whole page and try to get a sense of like what the story of her life or what the the interesting moments to talk about would be. And then I use all those other pages and sources. And sometimes Wikipedia, you know, they always cite their sources. And so sometimes I, I open up additional pages that way. And like doing my my Grace O'Malley research for the, for this week, I I found a lot of sort of discrepancies between 
what Wikipedia said and what some of the other sources said. And I think it's probably partially just because she lived so long ago. But there were also discrepancies in those other sources. Like some of them just literally straight up contradicted each other. And so it's it's difficult to because re- you have to write down like there's two options here and I don't know I don't yeah. know what it was but I do my best to try to sort of find consensus but then I also question consensus because consensus of history these days was consensed by usually white wh- white men <laughs> yes <laughs> so yes by the colonials right. so. And that's even so much of what my research about Grace was like. She doesn't even show up in their history books. Like, she's just not even in the books because when the white Catholics, the white Catholic men were writing the Irish history, they just decided she shouldn't be in it. And so everything we know about her, everything we know about her comes from, from England and their like legal documents yeah and like how they were like dealing with her it's also funny like different sources too like i feel like have different understanding of the events they're describing as well that like sometimes when especially when the bras are involved in like political movements or like something that was happening you know happening at the time in the country it's there's definitely like some sources are clearly understand what the balance of the the power was and then some are clearly like not they don't even give a shit and they're mm-hmm. like and so you're like okay I like this fact but <laughs> the context of it is a little shady mm-hmm. especially when the like I always question when uh, one of the sources ascribes motivation to anyone and like tries to tell you mm-hmm. why they did something or like what they were feeling while they did it. Mm. I'm like, there, there's just no way you could know that. Even if they talked about it afterwards, like people don't always tell the full truth. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting trying to sift through the the vast amounts of information as if there is vast amounts of information. Because then, like you said, there's women who I'm doing research on and. There's just nothing like the Wikipedia page is like two bullet points and there's one there's one link sourced and you go to it and it says those same two things. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes, you know, sometimes for broads, too, I've had to like piece together research from like their their partners pages Mm. like um, my broad that I'm going to do later this this recording session. Like, her husband's Wikipedia page was longer than hers and had more information about the political movements, even though she was as heavily involved as he was, her page kind of didn't have as much about it. You know, but at the same time, I don't want to talk too much about her frickin' husband because, you know, the episode's about her. So there's, like, a, you know, sometimes you can find, like, linking sources from other, like contemporaries of hers and stuff like that but it's it's fascinating every broad is different depending on the time period i Mm -hmm. feel like have you found there's like a sweet spot in history or like a time period where it's like it seems like everything's pretty accurate there's enough information i don't know i haven't i just wanted to know (laughs) i don't think i have i i think that i'm frequently disappointed in the amount of information about the broads that we have. I'm, I'm frequently like let down unless it's someone who was so like, if you're doing like Jackie Kennedy or something, I mean like that you're gonna have plenty of info there, but I feel like almost everyone else, I'm sort of disappointed in the amount of information that there is. I've had a lot of really good luck with the, with the broads from the civil rights movement, specifically the ones who were writers themselves because they were creating a lot of their own content. 
there's a lot more like direct quotes from them mm. and and I feel like they're I feel like direct quotes always give like a clearer window into them and their life than like what up whatever speculation the dudes had about that woman that is most often present in the research we find. So I think like I think of like Ida B. Wells and the part I'm gonna do today, Lucy Parsons, like they they were they wrote a lot too and so they they have literature that they created that is out there that really speaks strongly of like what their values were and what they were fighting for and like yeah. So I've had some good luck with with civil rights broads and specifically the the literary broads who who did a lot of of writing and were very like at the forefront of of movements even like um Ella Jo Baker like she had she had like she was so active and even though she conflicted with um the other people of the time period I think that conflict actually created more information about <laughs> like what her beliefs and stances were so I felt like there was a lot of information about her well anyway is that yeah I think I think that's good I think the, the listener's question about our podcast. I, be- I believe, I, be- I mean, if, if we didn't do a good job, she'll let me know. So. <laughs> and I'm sorry, everyone, that I go to Wikipedia first. I always feel like an asshole <laughs> about it, so. <laughs> it's, it's so useful. It just, it We is. all use Wikipedia. It's why it exists, because we all find it useful. Yeah. If we didn't, it would die. Well, this has been another episode of Broadly Speaking. Um... We will be back shortly with another episode of Broads You Should Know. Thanks for thanks for wrapping that up there. <laughs>